Griffin here. None of these scenarios are based on any real-life events. Everything is made up entirely on the spot. Take it away, song! I'm Griffin, Steve, and or Bones, and this is Killed to Death, the improvised true crime podcast. They can do Steve and Bones? Yeah. Oh, I don't mind. <laughs> and Steve Bones. Up. Oh, okay. You, you can, that has kind of a ring to it. You don't find it jarring switching between personalities? Well, no. And I, honestly, um, and I'm sorry to come for somebody so early in the show, but... Uh, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde grow up. It's easy to be two people at once. And you do not need to do this swip swap alternating. You don't need to drink a potion. No, you think I'm using a potion? It's so easy. If someone says one of the names, I go, yeah. If someone says the other name, I go, yeah. Like, I'm just, I know they're talking to me. Yeah. And I'm there to respond. Like, it's not hard. And you get all green easily. Mm-hmm. You get huge. You hunch over. You're thinking of the Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Jekyll, yeah. He invented the yeah. gamma ray stuff. <laughs> Dr. Jekyll, the Avenger. Could you imagine that was one? <laughs> and he <laughs> turns like... into Hyde. That's his whole thing. <laughs> Who? Now, I don't know Jekyll and Hyde that well, but I think Hyde is just like a creepy guy. Who I think he's in just some a monster, iterations right? is green. You know what I'm thinking of? He's green in the Arthur iteration where it's Binky. Library card, yeah. No, it's not Binky. It's Brain. Well, Binky and the Brain. <laughs> now, Steve, it is mid-April. Oh, well, you're not going to top that. <laughs> <laughs> we should end the show. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that guy who doesn't want to host the show anymore, every joke you say, okay, we got to end this thing, man. <laughs> We gotta stop doing this. That was too good. Um, it is mid-April and it is barbecue season. Oh yeah, you're kind of wearing a barbecue shirt. Yeah, uh, for the listeners, you can tell it's a Hawaiian shirt. Mm. Steve, you're wearing one uh, ready for, I guess, uh, September, the beginning of the school year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think if you go back to the old Facebook photos, I wore this like when we started doing the show as an old T-shirt and. Um, and I, you know, I'm not proud of it. <laughs> I don't have many new clothes. Uh, uh, I don't want any gripe. And now, luckily, uh, because we've already we've already done uh, what I would call banter, uh, we only prepared <laughs> one tip each for That's this for barbecue. The best, maybe. That's for the best. We're it's not crazy. We decided on that. Yeah, we we only yeah. could come up with one tip each, and then we were like, we don't know how to pull off a successful barbecue. <laughs> Steve, what was your one tip? No, so is this for having people over, or is this barbecuing for yourself? This is having a successful uh, barbecue party. Oh, okay, yeah. It's party season. Party season's coming up. And you know what? Um, a lot of people like to get party hats. But not enough people talk about party shoes. And I think that that's important to provide for anyone who comes over. Um, just, you know those little slippers you get at the dentist? Oh, sure, uh, yeah. Or the orthodontist, I guess, or some places, uh, doctor's offices, have those ready to go. People want to use have them. Have that like basket at the door. 
That's right. That's right. And let people slip those on. Um, and you should decorate them. You should kind of bedazzle them and uh, make them look a little fun and friendly. And it's kind of got that party hat feel, but it's for your feet. And, sure. and also, then they won't track their dusty, grimy, dirty shit all over your property. <laughs> yeah. All your friends have shit on their feet. <laughs> well, in my neighborhood, a lot of dogs and a lot of bad owners. Oh, yeah. And so the dog's pooing and the owner's pooing next to them. <laughs> uh my tip uh i would say have comfy seats uh much like you Mm. would have uh at a say a dentist or an orthodontist have one chair that reclines with a big light over it uh and everyone's already coming in sunglasses because it's a barbecue so perfect and that reclining thing is great for eating for sure they actually say it's better for digestion if you're kind of leaned all the way back while you eat yeah and serve your hamburgers out of tubes yeah, it should be liquid hamburgers that you suck on for an hour. I'm getting deja vu. Have we talked about a dentist chair in, a, in another cold open in the past few episodes? Um, I remember we were talking about those like suctiony, like those. Yeah. Okay. Wait. Our email address is killtodeathpodcast at gmail dot com. Me and Steve yeah. are each going to take a swing at doing that uh, tube noise from the dentist. Please tell us <laughs> who does it best. <clears throat> okay. uh, Steve, do you want to go first or second? Uh, I think uh, I'll go first. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> okay. That was Steve Cook. <sighs> That was Griffin Toplitsky. <laughs> Doing podcast is making art. Uh, you want to say who you're represented by? <laughs> I, I am with the Porter Group. I'm okay, 5'11". Great. You're only 5'11"? Uh, I'm only 5'11". I'm a oh, wee lad. Oh, I thought we were the same height. Okay, never mind. Steve, of course, is 6'9 and stupid. <laughs> uh, Steve... That's what my driver's license says. <laughs> Six nine stupid. Oh, speaking of IQ. Ah, uh, yes. Would you like to get this episode started? Yes. The victim, Jim Fargo, found dead at an IQ testing facility. Today's guest, Sam McGillicuddy, who found the body. Sam, hello. Hello, fellows. Thank you for having me on your podcast. Hey, no problem at all. No worries, yeah. Uh, do you care to enter the contest of who can make the better dentist tube noise? De- uh, I'll give it uh, the old college try here. <laughs> oh, damn. Hey, not bad, eh? I've I've never Sam, tried that before. That was Sam McGillicuddy. Yep. <laughs> I am represented by United Artists. <laughs> I'm no film buff. Is I don't think that's a talent agency. I think it's a studio. But uh, yeah, but that's still impressive to be represented really by a studio. Impressive. I'm sure you get a lot of roles that way. If I was <laughs> if I was represented uh, by the actual studio, I have to believe that they would want to put me in a lot of their movies. Otherwise, what's the point? Yeah. Or they want to keep you out of all their movies. 
Oh, okay. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. But, you know, it's keep your friends close and your enemies closer. That's if I'm right. a bad actor yeah. and they don't want to hire me, <laughs> yeah. what better way than to like uh, have control over what roles I would go out for? That's a good. Yeah, idea. and they try and get you booked at other studios to tank them. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I guess so. Uh, I mean, it kind of. <laughs> now that the more I think about it, the more I don't. I don't think this uh, scenario really uh, stands up to much scrutiny. I think if they didn't want me in their movies. Uh, they could just not hire me. <laughs> <laughs> and are you a lot trying of trouble. to? Are you trying to be an actor? Is that something that uh, you're aspiring for? No, I was just kind of riffing. Uh, I, I I like uh, <laughs> I like movies again. I'm no I don't know the ins and outs of the business. Uh, although I did used to read Premiere magazine back in the day. So uh, oh, Premiere. I know about people like Don Simpson and Jerry Bruckheimer. I know Mike Ovitz. Wow. Yeah, but I mean, over the last 15 years since that magazine ended, I, I uh, haven't. Uh, really kept up with uh, with the biz. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, I like movies. I watch them, but I don't really know about the politics of Hollywood and what have you. And uh, I don't really have any interest in being an actor. I did some, like, uh, you know, I've done some, like, uh, local theater, community theater, that kind of thing. I did some acting in, in college. Mm. But uh, b- besides that, uh, yeah, I don't really, it's not a vocation for me. But now, now your vocation is working at an IQ testing facility? That's right. Yeah. So I'm the guy who uh, maintains the machines at the IQ uh, center. So, uh, you know, oh, the it's uh, machines. The, I yeah, thought it's it machines. was all uh, it's, a, it's that old fashioned to do the old paper test. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, they got to input that data into something. And uh, that's oh, where the okay. machines come in. They, they mm-hmm. have big card readers and they're really like old time, like old time computer uh, aesthetics here. We're, like we're talking like 20 feet high. Yeah, uh, and they can only tubes. they can only take yeah. There's tubes. You can only take five cards at a time. Anything beyond that really overheats it and it kind of explodes. Um, but yeah, yeah which so, is your job to clean up? It sounds like it would be. Yeah, yeah. If that ever if that ever happened, I'm the one who'd have to uh, get in there and get my elbows dirty and the rest of me dirty. And uh, <laughs> you yeah, go in I'd elbows have, first. I do go in elbows first. I mean, it does help. Yeah, my you army are, crawl into the machines. Yeah, and my elbows are sharper than most. Um, I have been tested, and I do have unusually sharp elbows. So, uh, <laughs> is that another test you do at the facility? No, and this is just a test I uh, I did myself, just on my own time. Um, yeah, I, I just I, I there were a few mishaps I had in my life as a result of my sharp elbows. Uh, it's kept many a lover uh, at bay, unfortunately, kind of driven uh. them away. Uh, and uh, yeah, so I had it tested, and yeah, my elbows are. You had it tested by yourself. Uh, no, I, I went, you can go to a doctor and get it done. Mm. Uh, there are certain, there are elbow specialists out there. I don't know the exact name. I think it's like, um, albiatrist or something. Um, but my elbows are sharper, 50%, 58% sharper than the average elbow. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so that's, it's tough. So I got to tape them up a lot of the time, put padding on them. Uh, hockey, you know, like, uh, shoulder, like elbow pads from like hockey usually do the trick. Yeah. That's what you're uh, wearing right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm. I'm wearing those, and I'm also wearing shoulder pads. And if you'll notice, I'm actually wearing a helmet. You just um, came from hockey. Yeah, it looks like it looks like you're recording from uh, goalie's net. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I I play goalie. Uh, we uh, a few of the the like I I've been vaccinated is the thing, and uh, I get me and my, some other vaccinated friends. I'll get together and have, play some shinny, little vax vax shinny as we call it. Oh uh, you know? yeah, yeah. So, so it's safe because you know we're all we're all vaccinated, and uh, we you know we we wear. Like the the mask underneath our helmets, so like we're kind of double masked, so it's pretty right. safe. And yeah, I, I'm a goalie. Yeah, so you play goal. 
currently mid-game right now, uh, in case we hear any ambient sounds. Oh, yeah, I actually am. Uh, yeah, I uh, we could I could have rescheduled this, but, uh, I mean, you know, two birds, one stone. I figured, why the hell not? I mean, the team that we're playing uh, is pretty bad. Um, I mean, I, I shouldn't say that. They're my friends. I mean, I'm playing with all my <laughs> friends, but... I happen to be playing on with all. Of, I'm on the same team with my friends who are good at it, who are like good hockey players, and all the friends I have who are bad hockey players, and who have been vaccinated. Uh, they're on the other team, so I don't get many shots on goal. And uh, you, the ones I get, they're pretty weak. Uh, I can usually just you know right right into the pads, or you know they can't even really get it off the ice that that much, quite frankly. Uh, it doesn't so, yeah. make it to the net; it just stops. It's too slow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean the the ice. I mean, it's getting warmer, obviously, so that doesn't help matters at all. Oh, you're um, outside. Yeah, uh, I mean, we we do play like uh, you know stick hockey or like you know um, ball hockey or whatever. Um, but uh, yeah, it's still not terribly maintained, and we do it on an ice surface, and there's still like some like puddles and stuff. So a lot mm-hmm. of the time, the ball can get through puddles, you know. So it's, but there is still enough ice that people will occasionally still slip and fall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you get the odd bit of ice. Uh, you know, if it uh, temp plunges below zero on a, on a given day you know some ice might surface and uh yeah so I, i've but you know we're all padded up it's no big deal but some kids have been hurt uh on the going on the ice so uh, uh gotta be careful about that guys those, be careful are there. those your friends who are bad at hockey um yeah well i mean they're kids i mean the yeah. kids of those got my friends who are bad oh. at hockey uh, they, they tend to be bad kids. they are the kid and they tend to be bad at hockey and be bad at being parents honestly uh, yeah it's bad often genes. those two things go hand in hand uh, yeah so yeah so it's it's got to be careful out there guys uh but you work you work maintaining the machines at the iq testing facility yeah i do yeah i make a lot of money i make eighty thousand dollars a year okay uh, well i, oh, I mean it's asked. not asking well okay well uh, <laughs> i like to, i like to volunteer that information in case someone thinks i'm a loser i like to dispel <laughs> that notion not that people who don't make certain you know not that money is tied to being a loser i get it but uh you know i just like to get that information out there in case people think i don't provide for my family because i do i really do well congratulations. i mean that's awesome okay, yeah congrats well, thank man. you thank you hey i wasn't fishing but i like what i got um although <laughs> let's one face of the it, coolest I... guests we've ever had <laughs> thank you oh let's face it i was kind of fishing and i don't think i would have said that if i wasn't fishing a bit but uh, yeah but yeah it's uh i make 80 grand a year <laughs> um, I said that twice. Yeah, okay, I, yeah, we didn't. It wasn't asked again. I, again, I don't know. I don't know why I keep saying. It. I, let's let's put that to bed now. It's been established. Uh, and uh, yeah, so I, I work doing that. And I wear I play shinny. And uh, yeah, I uh, yeah, I've got a lot of friends. I've got a wife, and I've got a son. <laughs> Your life is awesome, man. It actually is pretty awesome. I mean, uh, all things considered, uh, I could have my life could have turned out a lot worse. I've got some friends whose lives are pretty bad. Not nearly mm-hmm. as good as mine. No, they're on the other team, though. They're on the other team. They tend to make, you know, not a lot less money. They don't have any family. Uh, a lot of them uh, are, uh, yeah, they're just kind of drifting through life, not really knowing what they're doing. And, yeah, uh, but they're friends of mine, and I love them. So I'm so curious. What is an IQ test? What does it consist of? <laughs> Well, so an IQ test consists of uh, a test. It's a multiple choice test, uh, and it's meant to test basically how smart you are. Now, I don't mm. administer the tests or anything. I'm no expert, but I've picked up a few things about it. So it's uh, 20 questions, 
And uh, each oh. question has a certain uh, kind of value attached to it. Some questions have a bit more points than others. So, like, obviously the question, like, what is your name? That's going to be pretty low. Uh, pretty low value, right? <laughs> Wait, that's Not a multiple many... choice question. That's a multiple choice. Yeah. How many options are there? <laughs> well, there's four. <laughs> what are the what are the choices? What are the four names you could pick? <laughs> so there's uh, there's Tom, there's Jerry, Milo. And Otis. And, and what's so, the right answer? Well, uh, it, it all depends. Like, So you have to kind of choose the name that is closest to what your name is. <laughs> okay. So if your name is Tom, then bingo. Like, you got the full points. If your name isn't any of those four, then uh, you kind of have to, okay, so my name is, uh, my name's Ellen. Okay, so maybe Otis. So it's you kind of have to choose the name that you think is close to you. And... What name is closest yeah. to Sam? Sam, uh, I mean, I think it would be Otis, honestly. Really? Um, Tom has three letters as well. Oh, and an M at the end. Otis has more of a Sam vibe, in my opinion. Oh, okay. It's about a vibe. It's, it's, a, a, it's a vibe, vibe yeah. Yeah, a oh, lot of the questions okay. judge vibes. Uh, you'd be surprised how many, yeah. Have you taken one of these tests yourself? I have, yeah. I, uh, I got 184. Oh, um, is that is that good? What's the grading system? Well, I think uh, I believe a genius IQ is like uh, like 120 or something. Uh, so I am well over. Uh, How are the these limit. graded if there's only 20 questions? <laughs> it's so complex. Yeah, it's they all so have complex. different values. Yeah. Wow. Okay. They all have different values, and it changes depending on which question. Not only on which answer you give, but on like what your reality is. So, like again. If your name is Ellen and you choose Otis, maybe that um, changes the, the the number of points you get changes depending on like what your name actually is and what um, if the vibe yeah. fits right. and if it's the right vibe. Yeah, a lot of it is vibe and the things the thing to realize is that a lot of the things in life that we think are scientific and root and just rooted in you know fact and like verifiable you know fact and reality or it's really just vibes a lot of it's just very inexact and it's just it's it's vibes i like What's a another lot of a vibe based question cat well another vibe based question would be what color is it today okay you got four choices blue red obviously magenta and green okay mm. and that okay so the number of points there changes based on what the general vibe is the day you take the test um, sure, and, and it also changes depending on your name. Basically, every question is dependent. Like the number of points you get depends on what your name is. <laughs> so if your name if your name is Greg, that that depends. That's very close to Griffin. Well, there you go. So if your name is Greg and you choose orange on a given day, that's well, not even that one of the options. <laughs> well, oh, okay. I forgot. <laughs> you're right. I'm sorry. Uh, red, for instance. Uh, so if your name is Greg and you choose red, the fact that your name is Greg is going to affect how many points you get. Like that's a four pointer. If your name is Esmeralda, <laughs> that's a twelve. Four is not point. very good. <laughs> In the grand scale of let's say one to one eighty four, four is not going to get you very much. No, no, it's really not. You're basically it is not unlike a video game where like there are certain 
objectives you want to hit. Like if you can get a hundred point answer, then you're golden. Like you're good to go. Is there a hundred point answer? Whoa. Yeah, there is. Uh, now I don't know exactly what it is. And I mean, there's not just one. There are a lot of different variations that can get you a hundred points, but um, yeah, it exists. There are a few of them exist. And boy, if you can rack those up, then you could be looking at a 300 IQ score, which is wow. Like, yeah, that's like Stephen Hawking level or whatever. Yeah, is is that the or highest Quentin possible? Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> yeah, that's that's like Tarantino level. Like that's how smart our three hundred level IQ is. Um, whereas opposed to Martin Scorsese, he's only a hundred and two. Yeah, he's so, a dipshit. That yeah, guy doesn't like not... Marvel. Oh, well, there you go. I mean, <laughs> that's the question he flunked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. That famously Scorsese underwent a uh, an IQ test, and one of the questions is and, and was on his test do you like marvel and the four choices are yes no maybe or i don't care and he went with no and that really plunges wow. his score yeah that, you, got, you try you and write points. in their roller coaster rides or their amusement park rides oh yeah that only you can't write on the on the te- on the uh, multiple choice cards yeah it's funny you said that he actually did do that and that really took his score down even more you uh, cannot write on the tests martin mm-hmm. yeah so he's dumb. He's dumb as shit, that guy. Uh, uh, so did yeah. you know Jim Fargo at all? Uh, I only met him a couple times. He just from, uh, and this is just in passing. Um, so one time, the first time I was working on the machines, it was kind of got jammed up. Someone put in a sixth card. Um, some, and I'll name and shame. It was Greg Bartola. Uh, one of the dumbest guys who works there. He's a real dipshit. <laughs> he, uh, he's just an asshole. What does he do? Uh, well, I mean, he's he's one of the guys who feeds us data into the machine. And uh, how much yeah, does he, he make a year? He makes eight million dollars a year, <laughs> which is absurd. I, I should yeah. make him that much. You oh, so he's him. he's not a loser. Well, I mean, technically no, um, but uh, I mean, he's a loser in spirit. Like he's on paper, right. he's not a loser, but he's a loser in spirit for sure. Theoretically, um, not a loser in practice, a loser. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. It's like you see a movie sometimes, and it's like you know, like everything on paper, like the actors are all really good, and there's some great imagery, but it somehow it just doesn't hit you. You know, that's the kind of guy he is. He's like the guy okay. equivalent of that. He's the guy equivalent of, uh, I don't know, uh, what's a, I'm trying to think of a movie like that that, uh, you know. The Sixth Sense. Tenet. Ten- there you go. He's the guy equivalent of Tenet. That's a better a better example. Uh, where it's like, I like all these actors, and there's you know, great sound, great imagery here, cinematography, but it just doesn't do it for me. Greg is Tenet if Tenet was a guy who was walking around feeding yeah. five cards into a fucking machine. Six, sounds like. Uh, yeah, yeah. So um, so it was, it was broken uh, on one mm-hmm. of the days you met Jim. Yeah, he just kind of walked in. He goes in multiple times. Like he, um, he was a regular at the at the IQ center. <laughs> a regular kinda, for regulars. Yeah, well, he just kind of kept coming back, hoping to get a better result. Because mm. uh, his first result was notoriously low. He, he scored a forty-eight, mm. uh, and so uh, I think it was a pride thing for him. He kept wanting to come back. So I think the first time I met him was the second time he came in, mm. and uh, he was like, "Which way to the tests?" And so I. Pointed, oh God, he is an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean that. And that's the thing. They count for that on the test. Wow. Um, yeah. One the of hidden the questions question. is, yeah, one of the questions is, like, I think it's question five. Did you know where the testing site was when you walked in? The choices are yes, no, I think I did, 
and then the, f- the last one is just Otis. You know, Otis, yeah, that is actually it. That's a good guess. <laughs> yeah, so he uh, really fucked it up, I guess, the first time, and yeah, he didn't. He, he got slightly better that time, but uh, he only is seventy-eight, so that's still wow below average. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, so, and the second time, again, he walks in. The machine's broken. I'm working on it, and he's like, "Where is the testing?" And uh, I was like, "You you asked me the last time you're in." And he was like, well, you know, what can I say? Uh, I'm bad with uh, directions. And uh, I laid into him. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I don't suffer fools. Uh, you know, if you, if you're, you know, if you are not smart, I am going to, I could, I want to ruin you. What did you say to him? I just called him a jackanape fucking Nimrod. <laughs> Read him the riot act. Scream till was purple in the face, and he uh, he started crying and he, he ran off. But uh, apparently, he got a much better result on that test. He got so he, he ran him. off. He ran off to go take the test. <laughs> no, well, my, yeah, he, my theory is he ran off trying to leave the building, but doesn't know directions. Uh, so accidentally he ran, right, ran right into the test. That could be it. That could be it. I don't know for sure, but that uh, that theory uh, that may be true. Uh, it could be that he was trying to leave the building. He ran into the <laughs> testing area and thought, well, as he's crying, he's like, well, since I'm here, <laughs> I came all this way. And so he tearfully took the test <laughs> and got a better score. So wow, I, I like to think of myself as like the J.K. Simmons and Whiplash of that scenario. Like, uh, sure, I was uh, harsh, uh, but uh, I think I got results. Yeah, yeah. you got some kid uh, in a car accident. Uh. Oh right, is that that happens in that movie? Well, I don't think he got in a car accident, but um, well, let's talk about when you did find him. Oh, true. Sure. What, what yeah. was the scene? Well, I came in. Uh, I I started it to eight a.m. and uh, I had my tims and my like coffee and my tim bits, uh, the way I like to start the day. And uh, I uh, I always come in a bit early just to read. I like to read books, uh, mm. and uh, I find it easier to read before my shift. At work, I don't know why. I don't know why. Uh, I cannot read at home at any at any part part of the day. Frankly, I can't read at work, like on my lunch break or whatever. I can only read at work before my shift starts. So uh, I'm reading this book. Uh, it was uh, actually a uh, it was a pretty good book. It was uh, Kafka. It was Kafka's short stories. Oh, those, very Kafka esque. Yeah. Yeah, I kept thinking to myself as I'm reading, like, man, whoever this guy is, because I, I forgot what I was reading. I was like, whoever <laughs> this guy is, clearly influenced by Kafka. This is very, I mean, he had, I'm reading the story about a guy who turns into a bug. And I'm like, this could be lifted straight out of the pages of one Franz Kafka. And uh, <laughs> then I look back at the front. I was like, who is this again? Ooh. Yeah. So I felt like, I tell you, I, I did not live up to my 184 IQ score on that particular moment. Uh, I guess even the best of us uh, have brain farts every now and then, you know? Um, so anyway, I'm reading away, and uh, I uh, hear this noise. Uh, it's a banging noise, kind of like this. I don't know if you heard that, but it was a banging noise. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> you guys know what a, you guys know what a banging noise Good impression. Noise is, you know? Wait, oh, everyone thanks, should go thanks. around and do their best impression of a banging noise. Oh, yeah, noise. can you tail slate that? Yeah. Sure, yeah. Uh, so anyway, yeah, I hear a banging noise, so I go out to investigate... <laughs> Did you want me to do it again? I'll try it again. Something like that. All right. That was Sam McGillicuddy. Yeah. Uh, And I go out to investigate, and uh, 
yeah, out in the uh, the lobby, there's a guy just lying there on the floor, face down. And uh, ass? I, what, I'm sorry? His ass? Uh, what, what, oh, was that, was his, it up or down? It was up. Yeah, his ass was up. Okay. It would have been pretty impressive if he was face down and his ass was also down. It was a cause of death, I guess, if he was twisted. Yeah, got twisted. Sure. Yeah, that would have been. Yeah, that would have been a dead giveaway as to the cause of death if his torso was facing up, like if the, the bottom of him was facing up and the torso was down. Anyway, so I uh, yeah I go uh, I I turn him over. I don't know why I did, uh, but I guess I want to make sure he was okay. And uh, he was dead. He was a uh, pale, pale as a ghost. And uh, I kind of shouted at him like, "Buddy, wake up!" And uh, he didn't say anything, so I. Slapped his face a bit. Buddy, wake up. That didn't do anything, so I slapped him on the ass a bit. Like, buddy, wake up. <laughs> still didn't move, so I, I kind of throttled him. Like, buddy, wake up. And still didn't move. So, yeah, um, yeah. at that point, I uh, kicked him a couple times. Like, buddy, wake up. And still didn't move. So, after that point, I decided this guy, something's wrong. Did so you have I, a heavy object you could kind of pull down on top of him a few times? Unfortunately, no. If I had, I think I would have uh, just brought, like... Uh, Oh, some kind of uh, large metal rod down on top of his body. Because that, that would wake me up if I were sleeping. For sure. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so in any case, uh, yeah, he didn't didn't move. So I, yeah, I just called 911 and uh, turned out he was dead. What we're going to do is take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, hopefully we can figure out what uh, ended, uh, ended his life. Here's hoping. <laughs> back on kill to death steve did i cut you off mid grunt yes apologies uh we are still here with steve and or bones yeah either's fine keep uh, them coming and don't need a potion well what was your nickname from last step uh mr griff the griff the griff the griff so um we immediately abandoned that um but of course listeners oh. feel free to send in new nicknames maybe we've gotten yeah. ones at that time and and uh and we'll use them uh and following up on last episode uh it turns out it's his name is the highliner fish stick guy and he oh, yeah. is hotter than you remember there's well he got a rebrand and he's actually really sexy now so and the rebrand is just taking off his hat <laughs> Yeah, but he's got that kind of slick back gray hair. It's really nice. And he got rid of the turtleneck, actually. So, you know, it's showing a little more skin. He's he's so fucking hot. <laughs> he is now. Um, so if you guys are horny and hungry, get some fish sticks. <laughs> we are still here with uh, Sam McGillicuddy. Uh, Sam, you are currently playing goalie in a game of uh, shinny. I am currently, I, uh, I will say... I managed to uh, stop some shots uh, while I was uh, <laughs> I were on break there, and uh, oh yeah, they, they weren't very good. As I said, like they the shots uh, tend to be just not great. Uh, the shooters on the other team, one of them uh, got the ice a little bit, and I shouldn't say ice; it's mainly ground, you know, concrete here. But got off the got off the ground a little bit, and uh, yeah, right in the pads, and I easily steered it into the corner. And then the other one uh, was yeah, just right along the uh, the ground, and uh, 
yeah, that was an easy kick save. Uh, and so, yeah, that was, that was about it. Uh, yeah. I, so it's still, I still got my shutout going and we'll see how the rest of the game happens. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited to check back in on that. However, you are not a professional goalie. Uh, you do, however, do machine maintenance at an IQ testing facility. You make $80,000 a year. Uh, mm-hmm. repairing and maintaining the machines. Uh, these are like big, like old analog style computers where you punch in cards. Uh, you... It should be known that you have a wife and a son. Oh, yeah. And a lot of I friends. Do. Yeah, my wife's name is Lynn, and my son's name is also Lynn. <laughs> That's Makes not it af- a bit. after his yeah. mother? No, no, uh, it was actually uh, after... Uh, Lynn Shelton, who was a director who passed away recently. Oh yeah, oh, it, yeah. Well, yeah. I'm a, I'm a big fan of mumblecore films. An indie darling. Lin- yeah, Lynn, I love Lynn Shelton. I love the films of uh, the, those Duplass brothers. I love, uh, you know, I love the films of uh, Andrew Bielski. Uh, all those guys. So, um, yeah, I knew if I ever had a kid, I'd name it after one of them. And uh, you know, as as luck would have it, uh, I married a woman who had the same first name as uh, as an esteemed mumblecore filmmaker. Um, you know, if I'd uh, named, uh, you know, if if I, you know, if, I, I am bisexual, so if I'd married a guy named Andrew, it would be the same deal. It would have been a, and and if it had been a, you know, a girl, it, her name would have been Andrew. So, and if listeners uh, can't tell uh, by your mumblecore talk, you are technically a genius. You have 184 is your IQ. Uh, these deaths are determined uh, by 20 questions. They're multiple choice, uh, four options each. Uh, and each question holds different values depending on what your name is and what the vibes are like that day. Most of the questions are vibe-based. Absolutely, yep. Uh, and yeah, so today, like, uh, today, if someone were to ask you your name, it might be more of an Otis question. Uh, but again, that depends on what your actual name is. Like, if your name is uh, Amanda and you chose Otis, that might get you only a two. Uh, again, depending on the vibe of the day. Um but if you uh, if there's a different day, if it was a cold day and your name was Amanda and you chose Otis, you might get 48 points. Uh, do you mind if me and Steve give this a shot? Because I would like to take a guess at, at at what name I am. Sure. Yeah, go ahead. I like to think I have very Milo vibes. Okay, let me check that. Okay, let me just get Milo. Okay, let me just get that. <laughs> Okay. No, you oh, do have right. a computer with you in net. Oh, I do. Yeah, it's just a, it's a tablet, but uh, yeah, it's uh, I'm really good at typing. And uh, again, the, the other team, the other team cannot get it out of their own zone. Um, we're on. I mean, we're on a, a four minute power play right now, so uh, I got plenty of time. <laughs> you guys do power plays in your games of shinny? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, we we take it serious. Yeah, we have uh, our our well, our buddy. Uh, Evan uh, is the referee, and he he's by the book. Evan's by the book. Uh, so yeah, you have a anyway. friend who just does refereeing. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. He's. Uh, I mean, he does it uh, on a volunteer basis. He's not uh, professional at it, but uh, yeah, he's he's a really good ref. Mm-hmm. He knows the game uh, in and out, and uh, he. Uh, and the thing, nice thing is, if there's ever like a fight breaks out, then he'll get right in the middle of it too and just start swinging. So. Um, so yeah. uh, and and sorry, quickly, my results, and then I, uh, Steve, you can take a guess as well. Okay, sure. Uh, so uh, your results for that question were one point. Okay, that's pretty bad from what yeah, I understand. Yeah, wow. it is bad. Yeah, it is. What bad. was the right answer? 
the right answer was uh, actually Craig. Not a, not an option. Uh, well, uh, yeah, it was for that particular test. I should say, <laughs> I I actually uh, inputted uh, your results into a different test entirely. Oh um, shit! Let me let me try the other right test. <laughs> I'm just what typing in here. Uh, okay, so yeah, it turns out the actual answer was Otis. I'm I'm sorry, but you still got okay. only one point. I see, yeah, because I got it wrong and I said Milo. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Well, uh, Steve? Which which test am I taking? Um, you're taking a, what we call the uh, uh, Guggenheim Schlosser test. So, <laughs> okay. you're quite, so your your question is going to be, what color is it today? Right. And do I get to know the four options? You certainly do. Okay. Uh, option A is actually going to be red. Option B is going to be blue. Option C is going to be magenta. And then option D is going to be purple. Mm. Well, today today feels purple. Uh yeah, that is that's correct and you got 400 points. Oh my, <laughs> oh god. my god. Yeah. So as I long mean, as you I... don't blow the rest of this test, which are sometimes do the you do get negative points? Like am I, is that going to come oh, down? Well, it, it, yeah, yeah. Martin can, Scorsese and his Avengers answer. That's right. I shouldn't write in that the uh, any movies are theme park rides. Yeah, he actually apparently had like 500 points going into the last question, and that was the last question. So he lost, yeah, hundreds of points, well over 400 points. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, maybe I'll take one someday and fare better than uh, old Marty. Give it a try. Yep. Now, one of the regulars at the clinic uh, was Jim Fargo, a man who came in once, got 48, came in again, and I think... He was it this time you something. yelled at him, or was it the next time when he came in you yelled oh, at him? Oh, yeah. Uh, when I yelled at him, it was the second time he came okay. in, because I was so mad that he couldn't remember where the testing area was. And he got so upset, he ran right into the testing room and took the test. And got a better result than the previous times, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the next time you see Jim Fargo is when you arrive uh, to work the next morning to read your book early, the only place you can read and the only time you can read. Uh, you walk into the lobby... Jim Fargo is laying face down, ass up, untwisted. Uh, you say, hey, buddy, are you okay? Uh, throttle him, kick him. No response. You call 911 and learn he is dead. Uh, was the rest of the lobby, uh, as you remember it, was anything out of place? Uh, one thing that was out of place, actually something was missing. Mm. Uh, in typically in the lobby of the uh, of the of the building where the IQ Center is located, uh, there's a giant uh, statue of Matthew Modine. Uh, do you guys know <laughs> Matthew Modine? Sure, Ap- Apocalypse. No, no, not Apocalypse. Full Metal Jacket. Full Metal Jacket. Uh, he was in Married to the Mob. Uh, he, Stranger Things. He most recently in Stranger Things. That's right. Yeah, he's been in yeah, been in a lot of stuff. And uh, yeah, so he apparently was uh, a good friends with the founder of the center. And so the founder of the center, uh, I guess, to cheer him up one day because he was having a bad day. I guess he got turned down for a role in uh, The English Patient. And so uh, he was like, hey, if, if to make this up to you, like, would it make you happy if I made a big statue of you and put it in the IQ Center's lobby? <laughs> and Matthew Modine, he's no fool. His IQ is 300. Uh, he was like, yeah, do it, man. I'd love that. Uh, and so, yeah, there it was, but it was missing. Uh, I noticed that day, like, right after I, uh, yeah, called the called the ambulance uh, for, unfortunately, the dearly departed Jim. 
uh, I noticed it was it was missing. So I don't know what happened. Yeah, that's tough to take a whole statue. It is tough. Yeah, and I, I don't know if if it was related. I don't know if he, um, you know, uh, violently assaulted poor Jim and then took the statue. Um, yeah, I, I hate to speculate. Uh, you almost wonder like. Is the reason why he killed Jim, the, again, whoever it is, whoever was the, the killer, um, is it because Jim caught him in the act of stealing the statue? And if so, why was he stealing oh, the statue? That, I, I like that theory. Just the theory. Yeah. Oh, this is the Skype song. Uh, it's always the same every episode. We're going to click hello. Hello? Hello. Hello, who, who's well, this? Well, 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 look who it is. <laughs> oh, hey, Sam McGilligany. Didn't know you'd be on this call. Oh. Yeah, I didn't know you would be either. If I had known, I never would have gone on it. <laughs> That's classic Sam. Sam the man, I call him. I love this guy. If I was there, I'd give you a nookie. <laughs> Uh, you better not. I'll I'll uh, clean your clock if you try that kind of nonsense. <laughs> I make eight million dollars a year. I make eight million dollars a year. My name's Greg Greg Bartola, and I make eight million a year. And guess what? I got a wife. How and many guess kids? What? Three kids. Wow. And guess yeah. what? I play rec basketball, and I'm one of the best there is. I have well, I've got some friends who are pretty good. And uh, I'm better than all of them. I doubt it. First of all, shouldn't I'm amazed you even had time to get on this call. Shouldn't you be off somewhere feeding upwards of five cards into the machine? <laughs> <laughs> I'm amazed you took time out from your busy schedule of feeding upwards of five cards into the machine. <laughs> oh, Sam, also, oh, Sam, shouldn't you, you be, uh, shouldn't you be uh, uh, inadvertently harming people with your overly sharp elbows? <laughs> Uh, excuse me, I don't know if you're listening, but I've had that uh, looked into, and I typically wear pads, uh, yeah. so oh, I, yeah. I, I don't hurt well, anyone with my elbows anymore. Well, why don't you tell them uh, some of the incidents that uh, occurred before you started doing that? <laughs> uh, well, uh, I mean, for, it's, that's with not the one Mr. Deal. Matthew Modine. Oh, All right. you had a run so, Yeah, I did. So Matthew, Matthew Modine... Uh, it would have been a few years ago. He like he visits the center every now and then to check on his statue and just make sure it looks ship shape. And just uh, he does a photo opportunity. Reporters come out. Yeah, it gets reported on the paper. You know all that all that jazz. And so uh, you know, so he uh, he's coming down the line, shaking the hands of all the employees. And uh, I go reach out and I uh, shake his hand. And then as I kind of am pulling my hand away, my elbow grazes his hand. He screams in pain. And his hand is like spurting blood. And, oh yeah, uh, yeah. And so we had to get you know help for him, obviously. And but unfortunately, uh, as a, a result of his injury, he had to pull out of a movie he was supposed to do called "The Guy Who Has Immaculate Hands." <laughs> so I don't know he why he was going to be the lead. He was going to yeah, be the titular character in that. You'd think they could have put makeup on his hand to make it look like he had immaculate hands, but I guess the director Martin Scorsese. Uh, wanted, yeah, exactly. Dipshit, non pareil. Uh, he uh, apparently wanted authenticity. He wanted someone who actually had immaculate hands. So he missed out. I feel terrible about it. Uh, and that was one of the essence that really made me inspired me to get help on this elbow issue. So yeah, nope. take that. Uh-huh. Well, I'm not sure that's really uh, that's really a fuck you. In fact, that sounds like a pretty big old mistake to me. 
a real blunder. It was a mistake. And I learned from my mistakes, unlike you, who keeps feeding too many cards into the goddamn machine. Listen. When are you going to learn? I have been doing this for over 40 years. Okay? 41 years is how long I've been doing this. Mm. And you know what my IQ is? Yes, I do, but go ahead. <laughs> 427. Yeah. See, yeah. he's actually... The highest, the highest recorded score ever for a test, 427. Yeah, well, I mean, he's a pretty good illustration of how you can game the system here. I mean, yeah. He... If you take enough tests every day, eventually you'll get it. Yeah, well, uh, what uh, he, he seems to be forgetting to mention is that uh, his father is the guy who uh, started the center and who is such good friends with Matthew Modine. That so. doesn't make it. Mm. That is nothing to do with it. The fact is I did the test five times a day, every day, until I got that score and I earned that score. And I'm actually a super genius. It does eight explain the $8 million salary for just no. inputting results that are sound like they're always done incorrectly. Well, I, do, I get $8 million a year because I work hard. I actually no work very hard at it, yes. No, and I no. do work very hard. And yes, I have to take some days off, all right? And yes, okay, maybe I need to uh, <clears throat> take some other little uh, added benefits, like uh, maybe uh, I dip into uh, the company's supply of uh, cards and I go home and I sell <laughs> them. <laughs> but that's just... That's nothing to do with anything, all right? The point is I work very hard. I'm good at my job, and I've done it for so long that I earned this position. And on top of that, the super genius. No way. You are the uh, the, the benefactor of uh, nepotism. You've uh, benefited from nepotism, and you have cheated on all of your tests because you fake your vibes. You fake vibes. Mm, okay. See, this We're is the way, at, this is what they don't look tell at you. Have a look at this, huh? What do you think is on my finger right here? What do you think that is? That's what do I think is? A mood ring, buddy. That's the and thing. What, what does it look like? Looks purple. like uh, purple well, today. That's the thing. Mood rings can throw off the test. No, good vibes only. Over I guess here. mood rings are cheating because they tell you exactly what color the day is. That's not cheating. That's smart. That's 427 kind of smart. No way, no way. You're a, you're a, you're a hood rat. You're a dirt you're a dirt bag. You're a rat and a fink. Well, a all right, eight million a year. So, keep well, talking. eighty thousand dollars a year, well earned. I do more work than you at the center, and I am a better basketball player and hockey player than you. So, and uh, you I you I have challenged you one on one on basketball countless times, and you won't accept the challenge because you're a coward. Fair, you know, plain and simple. Well, that's because. You throw elbows, and I'm not looking to get my eye poked out. You know I wear pads. I, I don't cheat the way you do, and I can. I'm a better three point shooter than you. I'm, I have, <laughs> uh, you know, I have a better, uh, you know, better layup. Uh, I have more strength and skill and agility than you do. And quite frankly, <laughs> if I ever faced off against you in one on one, I'd shatter the backboard with my dunks. The glass would rain down on your head, and uh, yeah, and you're you're afraid of that. You're afraid it showed up in front of your wife and your kids, none of whom can read. I mean, no offense. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I know that they're. I two am and so w- proud of that. They I know never that have to learn how to read. You know how rich you have to be to have to never learn how to read. Well, that is look, incredible. I know that, That's opulence. That is a lifestyle few can afford. 
they are two and one and zero. It's true. I don't know why. Maybe that's not the own I thought it was. But not still. my wife. Okay. <laughs> Good. Okay. Well, I actually did not know your wife couldn't read, so that's interesting information. <laughs> oh, I thought you were coming for her, but uh... she's fine. I, I have nothing against your wife, actually. Oh, great. Good. My lovely wife, Andrew. Yeah, she's hot. Really hot. <laughs> all right. All right. Relax. She's hot as hell. Man. The point <laughs> is. This man is trying to distract with his big game talk from the mm. fact that he's probably the one who killed Jim Fargo anyway. Well, I saw you berating nope. this man. I saw you screaming at this man. You t- did you tell him about that? I did, because uh, I'm honest and I'm upfront, but I did not kill him. He I was very well body. behaved. Oh, all right. Yeah. All right. So uh, I have, I guess, two questions. Uh, so I will start with the first one. Uh, when you found Jim Fargo's body, did it look like, uh, beyond, beyond him just being pale as a ghost, was there any sign of injury? Uh, he did have, uh, a big scar that was bleeding across his forehead. A scar? Yeah, it was a scar that was bleeding. So I think what happened was, and again, this is just pure It might be a wound. This is pure speculation. So he had a scar, and then I think, uh, someone had, uh, hit him on the scar and it created a new kind of wound on top of the scar. The the scar like split open. Exactly. Because you can see the scar outlines around the wound where it had had, uh, keeled over. So So a head, a a head bonk is consistent with someone trying to steal the statue, getting caught and uh, frantically attacking. Yep, absolutely. And and I think the more I think about it, the more it, uh, yeah, the more it had sort of like a, uh, I don't know, uh, almost as if someone uh, committed the act who was maybe the son of whoever (laughs) founded the center. I don't know. That's just just me, like, off the top of my head here. It's almost as if it was committed by someone who doesn't actually have a 400 IQ but claims to and is not that great at basketball. And uh, his three kids who are uh, 2, 1, and 0 can't read and his wife is hot and I'd love to have relations with her. I don't know. It just had that vibe. <laughs> and I'm good at vibes. That's why I work at, at the center. Sure. Do, do you agree, Greg? I don't think it sounds anything like that. You know what I think? I think it sounds like to me that you're trying to uh, cover up for a little wrongdoings of your own. Here, you flip over a man, and you notice now you're telling us a huge bloody scar on his head. Then why did you slap him? And why did you slap him on the butt? And then why did you throttle him? You, this well, man was clearly injured. This man was clearly hurt. Oh, and you a were... shrug from Sam. <laughs> this well, is what I take. And then you know what you do? You know what's so easy to do? Did this man tell you? He has he has a fleet of pickup trucks at his disposal. A fleet. Cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is pretty cool. But guess what you can store in those? And guess what is pretty easy to get rid of? A statue. Lumber. Oh, uh, close. Statue. He maybe moves lumber with them, but the point is, I think you took the statue, and you got rid of it, and you're trying to create this whole other narrative that it's me, and it's, oh, it's Greg. It's always Greg, because I can't stuff the right number of cards into a machine. All right, sick look, of it. if I wanted that statue, like, I'm, I'm good friends with your father, all right? I'm good friends with Tim. Uh, and, uh, if I wanted that statue, I'd just ask him, like, it, the man's like a father to me, much more than he was ever a father to you, Frank, quite frankly. 
Uh, and yeah, if I wanted it, he'd just give it to me. But uh, I know that having that statue in the mm. lobby, it, uh, it's as sort of a calming effect on people who are coming in to take the test. They see Matthew Modine, as we all would, like on a, a movie screen, and think everything's going to be just fine. Yeah. Uh, First so, of all, I know exactly who that is just by one second of them showing his face. I know that mm-hmm. it's famous actor Matthew Modine, and yeah. I feel at peace. Absolutely, yeah. And it has the same effect on people having that, taking that test. So I know the benefits of having it in the lobby. I wouldn't dare want to move it. Uh, so yeah, only someone who like secretly hates the center, possibly because their father owns it and uh, they resent their father and they want to destroy what he created again this and is their just wife's hot by. and their wife's really hot again the kids 210 can't read uh not that great at basketball uh yeah it, it's almost like a, someone who uh had all those qualities would take it again that, that's just me spitballing i'm just speculating i don't know what exactly you're implying here oh i think you know exactly what i'm implying even you're not that dumb i think you did it buster wow excuse <laughs> yeah. me yeah. Excuse me. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Really? You think yeah. I would tarnish Daddy's good name? I you do. think I want to do that? <laughs> Absolutely. Yep. Well, you, you think did. I want to do that just because I want to mm-hmm. start my own line of private jet ski rental sales and the tutoring sessions where me and my hot wife in tandem take people out and we sandwich them on a jet ski and jet ski around and the in the uh, in the in the in the Thousand Islands. Yeah, well, maybe that is my plan. Okay, first of all, uh, a lot of these but details that's a good, I'm hearing for that's the first time. That's actually a good business idea, and actually, I think I think a lot of people would like that and actually enjoy that. I do. Uh, as I said, a lot of these details I'm hearing for the first time. You wanted to sandwich them? Like, is this a sexual thing, you and your wife? Well, we I just imagine on... riding on the jet ski, one in yeah. front, one behind. That's it. Oh, I thought you meant sandwich them and have kind of an orgy while you're on the jet ski, which seems dangerous. Do you mean but... that? Uh, yeah. No, no, it would more just be like a tantalizing option that me and my wife are on either side of you as we uh, ski around. And, and, and nothing sexual would come of it, but uh, they'd have a good time. It'd be very expensive. And uh, I, 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 I just think that, that that is my aspiration. And that has nothing to do with destroying my father's empire. Yeah, you, you wouldn't be able to do that at all right now because the IQ testing facility is taking up all of his money. You wouldn't be able to start that business. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Well, it, yeah. it's not now. It's closed for a bit. So I actually have been able to get a, a kind of a start on that. Which oh, is okay. Actually been, it's been closed because no statue and you can't run it without the statue. Yeah. Uh, which I didn't know actually would be the case, but that's actually, it's kind of serendipitous and it's actually kind of nice for me. So <clears throat> I am working on that and I am moving my funds currently to a new bank. I just opened it. I just started moving my money to new bank. Unsure? Um, and I would say shore adjacent and okay. uh, close to shore. And um, <laughs> I just think it's a more secure place and uh, I've heard it's a better spot to keep my money. And... Uh, I, I am getting another call, so I have to go. I do have to get off. Mm. <clears throat> well, I'm getting it right now. I'm getting it, it right now. Oh, sure. oh do you, actually, you can take it. Feel I free to take, take it on air. No, yeah, it has to, no, I have to hang up this one in order to take it. I'm I'm oh, I'm so sorry, guys. What do you have to hide? What are you trying oh, to hide? Well, buddy? I can, no problem. I can take it right now. Oh, oh, hello. It's it's Tarantino. 
Uh, it's my buddy. It's another fellow. It's another fellow genius. Hi, Tarantino. Thank you for calling Hello. me. Thank you for calling me. No so worries. I, you I want help hoping... getting rid of something like the wolf? No, 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 no. You I want thought... me to wolf something? No, I, I, uh, I wanted you to uh, <clears throat> maybe help shoot uh, an advertisement for my new Sidu uh, business. <laughs> That's all. That's all I wanted. Okay, can People I just are not gonna like the language. I want to intervene here. Mr. Tarantino, can I just Hello. say, first of all, I, I love Jackie Brown. I'm a big fan. Uh, and I, I must say, uh, you can do a lot better than uh, associating with uh, a dung heap like this human being right here. You shouldn't be hanging around with the likes of him. You can do a lot better. Okay. Great. Uh, well, all right. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. That was easy. Oh, great. <laughs> you see, this is why I didn't want to oh. take the call. And now all of a sudden I've lost a good friend of mine. I used to play basketball <laughs> with that guy. Is he good? Well, not as good as me. Yeah, I doubt that. I've posterized Tarantino's more times than I could count. Yeah, well, I, I'll, well, that remains to be seen. I'd like to see that. I doubt it. Well, unfortunately, it sounds like it's just the two of you pointing fingers at each other with the exact same amount of evidence uh, mounting against both of you. Uh, so I'll call this one a draw. And that wraps up another successful episode of Kill to Death. It was a tie. Oh, that's that's a shame. But look, we all know the real truth here, all right? You may not have... Uh, this is like the Zodiac. Like, uh, it hasn't been officially solved, but we know who it really was, you know? We know yeah. who it was. Yeah. Wasn't me. I just want to make that clear. Well, yeah, it wasn't me. That's what we know for sure. Well, but we know for sure it wasn't me is the thing. That's what yeah. we know for sure. Okay. And we can agree it wasn't me. No, I don't it's agree okay. with that at all. No, no, no. I, I don't agree do with I. that. Okay. I want to thank uh, Zach Aaron for not only our theme song, but this week's submission. Uh, he would he wanted a murder solved at an IQ testing facility. If you have a suggestion for a murder, you can email killedtodeathpodcast at gmail.com. You can also email us, and once again, please let us know whose dentist sucking tube noise was best. Uh, if you want to have a gas online, you can follow uh, K2D Pod on Twitter or Kill to Death Podcast on Instagram. And uh, please rate us something good that we'll like um, anywhere you can do so. Uh, that's all I have to plug. Uh, is there anything, Sam, you would like people to check out? Oh, anything you'd like, anything I should check out? Anything, you, <laughs> Sam, is there anything <laughs> that uh, you want people to know about? You can be a fan of someone. I know this is a podcast. Perhaps a, a second podcast has started somewhere else in the world. I'm not going to lie. I really zoned out there for a second. I was so overcome with rage uh, <laughs> at uh, Greg not admitting to the murder of, uh, of uh, Mr. Fargo. Um, so yeah, I, I really zoned out. I was in the last of my own world there. I apologize for the, uh, radio silence there, listeners. Uh, but, um, you are also uh, still playing a game of hockey. Well, that is true. Actually, <laughs> I zoned out and also I had to make a save, but, uh, this one was surprisingly hard. I had to, uh, yeah, I had to stretch myself across the entire goal line and, uh, kind of kick my legs in the air, but I got it. Uh, so still <laughs> shut out, shut out is, uh, still underway and we got about, uh, eight minutes left in the third here. So I like my chances. Uh, any case, uh, what, when I'm not playing <laughs> hockey or, uh, looking into murders at the IQ center, uh, I, uh, I listened to this podcast called mind of Mitch and it's, uh, by this, uh, 
a guy uh, named Darren Springer. He used to be in Toronto. Now he's in Winnipeg. And uh, and it's uh, him hosting in character as this guy, Mitch, who's a 50-year-old divorcee. And so it's like his audio diary every week. Um, so he'll update you on his life. He'll read from self-help books he's been reading. He'll also read from you, uh, read to you from his uh, unpublished memoir, uh, which is called uh, "Letting My Soul In Through the Back Door." Uh, and so every it's a, it's like a ten episode season, and then he'll probably do another season a little while after that. And they're like eh, nineteen minutes or so, like anywhere between seventeen to nineteen minutes. Um, so they're short, digestible. That's yeah. That's week, how so. long a podcast should be. Yeah, well, uh, you know, it all depends like, uh, on the kind of podcast. Uh, I think a podcast where it's just one guy should not be an hour, <laughs> but that's just me. Um, yeah, but it's yeah, it's nice digestible little chunks. You can listen to them uh, whenever you want uh, on the can. Um, well, other places too, but you could listen to it on the can. <laughs> that is the first uh, and only example you thought of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if if it, if you can't listen to it on the can for whatever reason. Uh, then you know, try somewhere else, like your living room, your bedroom, um, kitchen would be fine. I'm not going to go in there. Well, you no, that's that. That's not what I mean. Uh, I just mean like if you were just listening and you didn't have to go to the bathroom, you could listen to it in those places too. Although, if you don't have to go to the bathroom but you want to listen in the bathroom, you can do that too. It's up to you. <laughs> wow, this sounds really good. <laughs> yeah, uh, the possibilities are endless. Uh, I'm really, it's a real. This po- this podcast is a real pioneer in that area. And that you can listen, it's the rare podcast you can listen to in the bathroom if you don't have to go to the bathroom. You can sit in on the toilet. Um, sure, yeah. yeah Ours isn't this, like that. No, 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 no. No way. Couldn't do it. With this podcast, no way. If you couldn't go, if you didn't have to make a pee or a poo, and you, you could not listen to this in the bathroom, it just wouldn't work. No offense, guys, but... No, no, no. I, none oh, taken. Oh, we know. We know. Yeah. We've gotten that note from uh, Mike Longiardi <clears throat> at Sonar before. Oh yeah, but, yeah. Hmm. Hope that works out. <laughs> and Steve, is there anything you want people to check out? Um. Yeah, I guess listen to Kill to Death. Um. Only yeah, specifically when you have to be in poo. But it doesn't have to be in the bathroom. For ours, it's any time you have to pee or poo. Great. Right. So you can listen to it outside if you had to pee or poo. Sure. Yep. Yeah. Keep 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 going. Yeah. Or you know, in the kitchen. If you have to pee and poo, sure. Uh, yep. Yeah. Bedroom, again, if you have to pee and poo. Um, at work, if you have to pee and poo. Yeah. That sounds good. It just has that kind of frantic energy that I think uh, really associates well yeah. with that state of mind. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I, I can feel myself uh, having to do that right now as I'm on the podcast. <laughs> Sorry, TMI uh, there maybe, but, uh, you know. Well, good luck. I know you're still mid, mid-game mid with eight minutes left to go, so uh, hopefully you can get through it. Yeah, we're about we're at four minutes left now, and uh, and oh, god damn it, yeah, just just got scored on, unbelievable. I just took my took my eye off the game, and uh, puck slid all the way down the ice. Guy was just clearing it, and uh, just uh, sailed right past me, and uh, yeah, it was a guy who hadn't who had never scored a goal before either. Uh, so the worst player on that team. So yeah, I'm gonna be hearing it from the guys. You know, there goes my shutout. I, I was on 84 shutouts in a row, but whatever. Well, uh, I'm sorry this had to be such a sad ending then. Yeah. Uh, but to everyone out there, and I think this is uh, the first time this has ever actually been applicable as a uh, closing sentiment, keep your stick on the ice. Yes, do that. <laughs> <laughs>
Killed to Death is produced and recorded by Steve Cook and Griffin Toplitsky and is a proud part of the Sonar Network. Music by Zach Aaron. Art by Brady Schumer. Special thanks to Mike Mangiardi, Katie Lure, and Tom Shank. Please follow and like Killed to Death wherever you can so the boys know how to value their worth as human beings. has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. 